come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing the pitfalls of temptation according to God's Word. We are recording live from sunny Montego Bay, Jamaica. Me and the lovely sister Bennett decide to have another short getaway before we get into the spring season. We couldn't let you go without a lesson this week because you are just that important to us. You're right. We're going to talk about the pitfalls of temptation. So let's get right down into it. This will be a short lesson, but we want to give you something nonetheless. The world and the biblical meaning of pitfall and temptation. We talked about pitfall last week. A hidden or unsuspected danger or difficulty. A covered pit used as a trap. The desire to do something, especially something wrong or unwise. A situation in which one experiences a challenge to choose between fidelity and infidelity to one's obligation towards God. And our scripture is Matthew 4, 1 through 4, then I'm going to jump to 7. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And he also said and answered in verse 7, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. This is such an awesome scripture to talk about temptation. Temptation will always come in the form of something that you desire or need at that specific time. For instance, let's say you're without a job. The temptation to go to a store or to go to someone's house and steal what they have to provide for your family will cause you to do something that is not according to the word of God. No different than, let's think about it, we talked about him last week, King David. King David wanted something that did not belong to him because he saw something. He had his own wife, but he looked upon another man's wife and he wanted her. Temptation will always lead us, and I can't stress this enough, enough. Temptation will always lead us away from God and never to God. If anything, temptation will cause us to rely more on God to prove that God is a great and gracious God. You know why? Because God is with us each and every step of the way, every day of our life. All we have to do is look to the left or to the right and see God right there with us in every situation. God will never leave us in a place where we do not have a place of escape. Now, I'm going to do something really strange now. I'm not going to take a break. I'm going to get right into some practical ways of dealing with temptation. I said it was going to be a short, brief lesson, and that's what I want to keep it to. Temptation is a tough and very powerful, if not grounded in the Word of God. So basically, if you're not grounded in the Word of God, fighting temptation can be very difficult and dangerous. 
Temptation will always draw you away from what is right. It will drive a wedge between you and God every time. Jesus gave us the perfect example of how to deal with temptation, which is the word. And I also want to give you five nuggets that you can also use to help you. Number one, remove yourself from the situation. 2 Corinthians 6, 17 and 18. Therefore, come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing and I will receive you and I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters, says the almighty God. What more do I need to say about this verse of scripture here? Paul was questioning their commitment to God and wanting to worship idols. He used God's word. He simply said, come from out from among them and be separate, which means you can't be like the world. If the world is falling into temptation, then you can't do that. God said, come from out from among, among them and I will receive you. Okay. You have to do something. You have to take a step towards God and away from temptation. Or basically, you have to take a step toward God and away from sin. Number two, be true to yourself. First Corinthians six nineteen through 20. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. The truth is, you belong to God. And the same spirit that lived in Jesus now lives in you. We all know the famous tagline, what would Jesus do? WWJD. Being true to yourself means pausing to ask yourself, what would Jesus do in this moment that you're being tempted? I just read for you a verse of scripture where Jesus told us what to do. He said, man will not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of God's mouth. That is what would Jesus do. Whether we like it or not, we have to accept the answer to that question and keep it moving. And I mean moving away from temptation towards God. Number three. Distract yourself. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 20. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. When you feel a temptation coming over you, it will be because you are not exempt, my young loyal listeners. Yes, temptation will also come to you. Do what God commanded us to do. Begin to pray and, quite frankly, live in a state of prayer or in a place of prayer. You, you're in the closet, you're in his zone already if you live in that state of prayer. Pray before you even give yourself a chance to object to running away from temptation. So distract yourself. When you feel like it's something that's about to happen and, and it's ungodly, distract yourself with something that is godly. Number four, see yourself overcoming temptation. Matthew 26, 41. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. We notice there's no good thing that lives in the flesh. The key to beating temptation is seeing the victory. When we spend time praying and talking with God, we allow him all the time he needs to reveal our exit strategy and or our open door to safety. All you have to do is walk through it. It's just that simple. I know I said it's simple. And it is a power struggle, but it is really that simple. Number five, predict the guilt and shame of the outcome of temptation. So what I'm saying here is think about it. Romans 6, 23. 
for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. I know that this verse comes rather harsh, but it's the one God gave me. Here's why. The guilt and shame associated with falling to temptation will eat away at you and who you are in Christ Jesus, thus robbing you of the life God provided you through the sacrificial death of his son, Jesus Christ. Whenever we are tempted, we already know what the outcome is. We know the shame. We know the sin. We know the guilt. We know how we're going to feel when we do this wrong thing. So if you can predict that, that should help drive you away from temptation. I know deep for a short lesson. The importance of knowing how to deal with temptation and its pitfalls, basically guilt. The pitfall of temptation is guilt. So in summary, here are a few quotes on temptation. Some are positive and some are negative. I believe you need to hear both so that you can choose ye this day whom you will serve. Because you can't serve two masters. You will love one and hate the other. So let me paraphrase that. You will love temptation and what it has to offer and hate God. Quote one, opportunity may knock only once, but temptation leans on the doorbell. Quote two, in all temptation, let's consider not what he offers, but what we shall lose as a result of that temptation. Quote three, temptation is not a sin, but playing with temptation invites sin. And quote four, Every moment of resistance to temptation is a victory and a victory won by God. So let's allow God to win all of his victories by overcoming temptation and trusting him. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques is used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk What? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.